This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. This is episode number 11 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today we have good neighbor Mindy Wynn of Toy Spa. Mindy, how are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you. How are you? I am doing fantastic. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Mindy, for joining us today. Um, why don't we just dive right in and tell us a little bit about what you guys do over at Toy Spa. Yes. Uh, thank you, Jeremy, for having me today. Uh, so at Toy Spa, we provide premium nail services to... Um, I'm sorry. Let me turn this, this off. Not a problem. So at Toy Spa, we provide nail services, uh, massage, facial, waxing, permanent makeup. And uh, we always try to keep um, on top of the trainers' nail uh, techniques to provide to our clients. Excellent. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, I believe you guys have nine locations. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So we do have two in Palm Beach County, uh, Wellington oh. and Boynton Beach, and we have seven in Broward County. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and how'd you get into the um, that business? How'd you end up there? Uh, so when I finished college, uh, I grew up and went to college in Iowa. Uh, when I finished college, my family decided to move here to uh, Florida. And we just saw how um, there was a nail salon everywhere uh, in every plaza, basically. So we figured it must be a really good business. And it was fairly easy to set up and to get into and uh, to open at that time. So my family decided to try it out. Um, you know, they were looking for work um, anyway. So um, they were like, hey, let's try and open a nail salon. And so that's where we what we did. Uh, our first one was a small nail salon in Davie. Um, and we were there for six years. Um, after that, we sold that little one. And I went out on myself uh, to start a more high-end um, salon that is higher price, but we are more focused on our client and providing them with a bigger space, um, a more relaxing atmosphere, and also the best uh, nail tech to work on. You mentioned you went to school in Iowa. What did you, what'd you study back in college? Uh, I actually studied accounting. Um, I actually ah. love yeah, very odd that <laughs> how I got into this business now. But um, I study accounting and I would probably, you know, have a desk job and um, mm -hmm. would work for like a, my dream would be working for a corporate company and have a nine to five job. But uh, when we move here, you know, I have to help my family. I am. So that's where it started. Um, I stay with them and I actually grew to like the business, um, seeing that how much it could um, probably um, give our family, you know, a, a lifestyle that we want. So uh, I continue with that. Uh, that's, that's wonderful. And it's funny that you, you said you studied accounting. I speak to so many business owners that went to mm -hmm. school for something totally different than they ended up in 
in business ultimately. Um, I spoke to re most recently a pest control company and right. he studied IT in college. And it, it's, wow. it's funny how, yeah, so it's, it's funny how people um, oftentimes end up um, in, in their ultimate job and it's not related to what they you know, studied when they went to exactly. college. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, after you think what you want to do turn out not to be. Um, but actually my accounting background has helped me a lot with all the businesses that we have done. Um, you know, looking at number, looking where we need to cut back or where we need to spend more, um, really help uh, with knowing where the business is going. Yeah, for sure. I could see how that would be very, very helpful as a business owner um, to have a kind of handle on all the uh, the accountant for the business. Uh, tell us a little bit maybe about some common myths or misconceptions in, you know, about your product, your service, your industry as a whole. Mm -hmm. So uh, the nail industry is pretty interesting. I don't know if you know that um, about 90% of all the salon in America are owned by Vietnamese. And it came about way back um, in 1975, so roughly 50 years ago, when the first wave of the Vietnamese refugee after the Vietnam War came over to America, um, this actress named Tippi Hendren, she was doing her charity work, uh, helping the refugee uh, set, settle in their place, and she was uh, figuring out what they could do for a living. So she has her manicurist came to um, to show these Vietnamese women how to do nails. And then she found that they were so detail oriented and they were really good at doing it. So one of them after finishing their, their uh, nail school uh, went out to open uh, the, the nail salon. Um, and that was actually where the first nail license was issued because back then people always did nail and hair. Um, so we were, you know, one of the pioneer of this nail only um, industry. So from there, um, because it was such easy entry, everyone could basically go out uh, with a little money and open a nail salon. Um, with little, uh, and they always have their family to help them. Um, so you can open, you know, uh, a tiny nail salon for maybe 50000 and then have four of your family member to work there. And, you know, you can make a really good living. Uh, so that's how it started. And you start seeing nail salon popping up everywhere um, in America. So um, a lot of people say that because of us, where we lower uh, the nail prices, um, you know, we ruined the industry. But... On the contrary, we provided a service where everyone could afford. Um, so it really opened up the market to not just the wealthy women, but to um, all classes. So um, I think that we actually um, elevate the, the industry that uh, everyone can have access to. That's that's really, really interesting story about... Uh... A little bit of history. When when did this happen? What what year around was it that? Uh, uh, 1975. That, uh, so 1975, right after the Vietnam War. Interesting. And then isn't isn't it great? Yes. What a wonderful country we live in, a country of immigrants mm -hmm. where folks come over here from other countries and and start 
basically start industry and and that's make nothing. it so great for everybody that lives here. That's that's really fantastic. So, Mindy, one of the one of the reasons why we do this show is really it's great. Um, to meet all these business owners and learn about their businesses and you know what they've built here, but also it's to learn a little bit about the people behind the business. Because um, mm -hmm. behind every great business, there's usually a great person. So um, it's always great to let the listeners know a little bit about you yourself. Um, you know your background. Tell us a little bit about about you, Mindy. What do you What do you like to do for fun when you're not working? Maybe your family. Tell us a little bit about yeah, about you. Absolutely. So. Um, along with my husband, we also have restaurants. We're in the restaurant business oh, wow. as well. So uh, currently we have three restaurants. And um, so I help him a little bit on that side. Um, it's what a very different one. Uh, so main, uh, we do have a quick serve uh, Vietnamese restaurant. Uh, it's called 545 Manmi Degrees. So we do Vietnamese sandwiches and bobas um and then we have a sit-down restaurant called pho bar um <clears throat> which is one of the main vietnamese dish um and then we have a taco restaurant as well because my husband loves loves tacos so i help oh, wow. him um, with his business when i'm not working on my business um and we have two kids uh they're eight and ten so after school, I'm the Uber driver for them. So I take them to, you know, <laughs> their tutoring, um, their uh, chisichu, uh, their coding classes, their gymnastic classes. Um, so after all that, uh, my idea of fun is really just um, Netflix and chill. Um, and I don't know if people still <laughs> say that, but, you know, just put on a good movie and a glass of wine is uh, something that I look forward to um, for fun. Yes. And being with, you know, friend and um, trying different food. Uh, we love doing that as well. Different restaurants. So. so I know you mentioned that the first location was in Davie and then you have all these yeah. other locations. Uh, do you guys live yeah. locally in the area around here? Yeah. 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 We actually, uh, when I moved to uh, from Iowa, um, we stay at my uh, aunt in Fort Lauderdale for a while, and then we moved to Davie, and that's where we've been. So we've been here for um, 18 years now. Yeah, so in Davie for 18 years. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. And you mentioned you have an eight and a 10 year old. I have uh, an eight and an 11 year old myself. Uh, oh, so we're okay. so a lot of <laughs> Very fun. busy. I, uh, it is, it is for sure, for sure. All right. Well, they're amazing. Really are, really are. Let me ask you, um, it's kind of on a more serious note. Can you describe uh, something that comes to mind, uh, some life challenge or hardship from your past that you've gone through that because you have gone through that, you could now say that you're stronger, you're better off for having experienced that? Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's uh, involve um, being in my first business because I started when I was uh, pretty young at 22. Um, you know, I don't didn't really know how to deal with people and you don't really um, learn until you experience, I guess. You can't learn from a textbook, you know, how to deal with people. Um, so when I had my, <clears throat> my bigger salon, um, when we did the, the first toy spa, I guess, uh, it was the first years I have to say was pretty rough 
because you know it's a brand new concept that we're doing and um, you're hiring new people you're training them and some of them um, you know will do what you ask and some of them will do their way because that's how they've been doing it so um, and I actually had to uh, fire um, I think half of the staff at that time um, oh, wow. you know because they were yeah because they were um, <clears throat> kind of uh, getting together and making demands that I was not able to meet for them. Um, so that was uh, very sad because, you know, they started with me since day one. But when the business actually started to um, to grow, um, <clears throat> you know, they think that um, it's because of them that, you know, this happened. So this is what I want. And I wasn't able to give that to them. So I was, I had to let go of half of the staff at that time. And uh, that was a huge, huge setback for, for the business and for, for me too, as, you know, um, trying to do business, um, uh, have to rethink of uh, how to, um, I guess, how to manage and, and you learn from it and you grow from it. So, and once you know you get through that, um, everything was pretty uh, not smooth selling, but pretty easy, easier to 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 manage from that point on. Yeah, one of the that's probably one of the common threads that you hear from business owners um, is that it's very very challenging, especially now post COVID, um, yes. finding consistent staff to work. It, it's it's very difficult to find good help um, Absolutely. And, and what people that are working for business owners don't necessarily necessarily understand because a lot of them maybe haven't tried to start their own business is just how incredibly mm -hmm. challenging and difficult right. and ultimately rewarding it is to to start your own business but all these right. um, issues that you have in doing that um, is really yeah. challenging sometimes to get through that but it's again it's mm -hmm. extremely rewarding obviously so yeah no, you're correct. After the pandemic, especially so, so, so hard to find good help um, or any help, um, actually. Uh, so when we um, started, um, when we reopened after the pandemic, um, we have to move everyone to online booking, for example, you know, to help us with the, the personnel. Um, so before we would need, you know, two receptionists, one to just answer the phone and take appointments. But now uh, we have, I think about 80 to 85% of our clients book online themselves. So that helps us a lot, um, you know, in not having to worry about, you know, uh, another staff member showing up or not showing up. Um, so the business kind of helped run itself. Excellent. What's one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business? Um, it would be that um, we, all the nail tech and all the massage um, therapists, the facialists, we are actually on um, a 1099 pay, which means it's commission-based only. Um, a lot of our clients think that they are hourly. So when they miss an appointment, they think, oh, the staff will get paid anyway. Or when the 15, 20 minute late, they're like, it's okay, they'll work on someone else. Uh, unfortunately, it does not work like that. So when we have our staff book with appointment and their appointment doesn't show up or um, or they're late, that means it's lost time for them. Time that you know they can't make up or get back um, and they won't be paid for. Um, 
So um, <clears throat> I know that uh, emergency and situation does come up, but um, I wish that a client uh, would know that when they're not um, working, the staff not working, they're actually not being paid. So. No, that's really good to know. And it's, it's, I think it's important um, to be cognizant of other people's time because, you know, you certainly right. would want people to be thoughtful about your time. Um, sometimes right. life happens and people get busy, but it's, it's important to uh, take that into consideration. So thanks for sharing mm -hmm. that with us. So uh, in closing, tell, tell us, uh, tell our listeners how we could learn more about Toy Spa uh, contact okay. you guys directly or even stop by to say hi and meet you if they're in the area? Yeah, absolutely. So I am mainly at the Davy location, which is the first one. And we're actually celebrating our 12th year this year, um, next week. Um, time go Congrats. by so fast. I can't believe it's uh, yeah, 12 <sighs> years already. So fast. <laughs> um, yeah. And then our website is uh, www.com. Uh, toy spa t-o-i-s-p-a-s -S, so toy spa with an s at the end.com and there you find all of our location uh, information address hours uh, we're also on instagram and facebook so if you like to check out what we do before you come in you can uh, check out our instagram all right excellent well thank you so much mindy for joining us it was Truly a pleasure getting to meet you, getting to learn a little bit about the business and about you know you as a person. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank, thank you, you everyone. Thank you. I, hey, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. And thank you everyone for listening. And we will see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNP coopercity.com that's gnp coopercity.com or call 954-231-3170